0: By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Hello, beloveds. Welcome to the ESF Midweek Meditation. This is the week of Holy Week, and I'm coming to you from my office in my house, which is not really an office at all. It's my wife's makeup vanity desk, and uh, which she gladly, humbly, graciously let me use as a desk. And so, in the background, you're probably going to hear the sound of my kids or the birds outside, which is fine. It's just the noise of life, and I think that that is an apt metaphor for what we're going to be talking about today. My hope today is that this can be a place for you to find grounding and rootedness in Jesus Christ for your week, especially this week of Holy Week, as we contemplate the wounds of Christ and the woundedness of ourselves and the wounds of love that are our desire for god and god's desire for us to be god's beloved this is also a place for us to explore a mystic and reflect and add a spiritual practice to our toolbox and so this week we are going to be talking about teresa of avila which is just a a fancy way of uh, a different order of nuns. And she lived in Spain, and at her first convent, there were so many visitors and so many distractions and so much of life was not centered around a life of prayer. And there were so many sisters there, over 150, that she found life difficult. And so she asked special permission and formed a splinter group. They devoted themselves to a simpler life, a life of poverty and of prayer. And it was here that she had mystical experiences and that she wrote, her autobiography. She wrote a book called The Way of Perfection, and also a book called The Interior Castle, also known as the Divine Mansions, where she likened a spirituality as seven interior castles that the person moves within and goes deeper into the heart of God. Kind of like when Jesus says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. She took that to mean that in our in our own hearts in, in our souls that we too are of God. and so we have these inner mansions um, that we move throughout and become closer to the heart of God. In the first chapter, she describes this castle as as far as I can understand, the gate by which to enter this castle, is prayer and meditation. I do not allude more to mental than vocal prayer, for if it is prayer at all, the mind must take part in it. And Teresa was known to pray a prayer over and over and over again, and we'll get to that when we get to our practice portion, but I want to read you one other passage from her book, The Interior Castle. she says this factor acts so strongly upon the spirit that it is consumed by desires yet knows not what to ask for it realizes clearly that it that its god is within it you may inquire if it realizes this so clearly what more does it desire and why is it pained what greater good can it seek i cannot tell i know that this suffering seems to pierce the very heart, and when he who wounded it draws out the dart, he seems to draw the heart out too. So deep is the love it feels. She's speaking to her sisters at this convent, and she's She's saying that when we contemplate the wounds of Christ, that there's this kind of first order of mystical experience. And that is one of kind of a purging of ourselves, of, our, of all that stands between us and God. And in this purging, we experience pain. When we hear God loves us more than anything else in the world and calls us God's beloved children, that we receive a wound. And she says that this wound seems to pierce our very hearts and when that dart is drawn out um, we feel this love for god intensely and so she's urging her sisters to feel that love to she's kind of exhausted in, in a way she says i don't know how else to say this to you i can just tell you over and over again that you are loved but you have to feel it and you have to experience that wound for yourself So, to enter more deeply into Holy Week, and as we contemplate the wounds of Christ, which he bears for us willingly and from love, as Christ makes his way to the cross that christ receives all of these wounds and bears them for us we today um, in this week we can draw our attention to our own wounds and to this holy wound of the act of love that god causes and it's kind of a paradox and such is the life of contemplation and the mystical experience that there exists this kind of joyful pain um to put it more in pop culture terms, maybe you've seen the movie Love Actually. Yep, here we are at Easter, and I'm I'm quoting uh, a Christmas movie. Um, but there's this scene in Love Actually when uh, Daniel, played by Liam Neeson, and Sam, um, his uh, his son, uh, the son of his uh, wife, uh, now recently uh, deceased, they're talking just after the funeral. And Sam reveals to his um, stepdad uh, Daniel, he says, "You know there's something wrong, and he says, "Well, you can tell me anything and And Sam says, "Truth is actually, I'm in love. I know I should be thinking about Mum and all the time all the time, and I am, but the truth is, I'm in love. I was before she died, and there's nothing I can do about it. and Daniel replies." aren't you a a bit young to be in love? And he says, no. He goes, ah, well, okay. I'm a little relieved. Sam says, why? Daniel says, because I thought it'd be something worse. And Sam says, worse than the total agony of being in love. I love that line. Worse than the total agony of being in love. Daniel pauses and turns away and he says, no, you're right. Total agony. So, To enter us into that total agony of love this week we are going to hear we heard on sunday in palm sunday the story of the passion and as we read this week through matthew 26 and 27 of the this final week of jesus's life that jesus receives these wounds as he makes his way to towards the cross and death and so we enter into that and the reading the scripture reading appointed for teresa of avila is psalm 42 i'm going to read psalm 42 this first time i just want you to listen maybe take a few breaths if you have a moment i would encourage you to find a bible maybe it's already near you maybe it's on your phone or on your computer but look up psalm 42. Read along with me. Psalm 42. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food, day and night, while people say to me continually, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I went with the throng, and led them in procession to the house of God, with glad shouts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall praise Him, and my help and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls out to deep at the thunder of your cataracts. All your waves and your billows have gone over me. By day the Lord commands His steadfast love, and at night His song is within me prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I walk about mournfully? Because the enemy oppresses me. As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. My help, and my God. I would invite you into our spiritual practice for this week for our toolbox that we may add this practice into our lives. It's called an active prayer practice, and Teresa was known to repeat a prayer throughout her life, and it goes like this, forever, 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 forever they shall see God. She was known to repeat it throughout the day. Our active prayer practice comes from Psalm 42. The reason I asked you to look it up is so that you can visualize it, and you can pick one of these verses, maybe just two lines, that you can memorize, that you can repeat them in your mind, now, over and over. Notice how this Psalm is the voice of Christ crying out from the cross, my God, why have you forgotten me? This Psalm 42 is an echo of Psalm 22 that Jesus quotes from the cross and that we will hear on Good Friday when Jesus says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Again, Psalm 42. Pay attention to two lines that might stick out to you, that might reflect either how you're feeling today amidst global crisis and pandemic, amidst your own pain, amidst the own, your own grief that you might be feeling, amidst what you might need from Christ today. Whether that's one of the more hopeful verses of God being steadfast love and God's song being with us throughout the day, or something more mysterious like God's call to us and God's voice to us being deep, calling out to deep, like our soul that longs for God. Or from verse 1 which I think is why this psalm was chosen to accompany Teresa of Avila's Saint Day. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. Or maybe it's the lament of, why have you forgotten me? Or the phrase that is repeated twice, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Whatever it is, during this third reading, I would invite you to hold on to one of these phrases. Again, Psalm 42. As a deer longs for flowing streams... So my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me continually, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I went with the throng and led them in procession to the house of God. With glad shouts and songs of thanksgiving, A multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, My help and my God. My soul is cast down within me, Therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mazar deep calls out to deep at the thunder of your cataracts all your waves and your billows have gone over me by day the Lord commands his steadfast love and at night his song is within me a prayer to the light to the God of my life I say to God my rock why have you forgotten me why must I walk around mournfully because the enemy oppresses me. As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. With this active prayer practice, I hope you have picked one of these verses, I would invite you now to take a moment and say that verse three or four times in your mind or out loud. In between moments and tasks and thoughts between bites of food during a meal during your daily routine between homework assignments or work or zoom calls <laughs> or some other online media that you are connecting with in between these things repeat this line that you've just memorized commit it to your mind and to your heart. The idea is that they become like a tattoo or a stamp on our hearts, and the idea with this active prayer practice is that it is praying constantly and without ceasing. The idea is, instead of having a time and a place like mornings or evenings that's set aside for quiet prayers and reflection, that we throughout our active daily routine and throughout the day can adopt a posture of prayer without even knowing it just by repeating this line that comes from our heart that we send up when we're feeling stressed when we're feeling pain when life seems too much to bear when there's stresses from our daily life whether it be assignments or work or taking care of kids or all the other stresses of our daily life that we can remember this prayer that we can say it so i want to close with a prayer for wednesday of holy week and this prayer goes along with our mystic of this week with teresa of avila and it is very much in tune with this prayer practice and with psalm 42 and the idea of being wounded and having pain, that we might enter into this pain that Christ bears for us, but knowing that it's a joyful pain, that love is actually complete and total agony, but there's a kind of a joyful tone to that agonizing of the woundedness. And pain that's felt from this ultimate act of love, of God loving us so much that God would give God's only Son that we might come to know and be with the God who is love. This is a prayer for Wednesday of Holy Week. Let us pray. Lord God, whose blessed Son, our Savior, gave up his body to be whipped and his face to be spit upon. Give us grace to accept joyfully the sufferings of the present time, confident of the glory that shall be revealed through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Grace and peace be with you during this holy week.